Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1046. And man, it is freezing here in Melbourne, Victoria today. It's really, really cold, cold blast. But it's Friday and heading into a weekend which is going to be cold and wet. And I've been planning out my weekend because I won't have the kids this weekend. And I thought, do you know what? This might be the weekend where I just plan to get the heater going on in the bedroom and stay in my bedroom all weekend. And well, I can't do it all weekend, but I'm working half a day on Saturday. But I thought, you know what, I could just set myself up there. I've got a, a, quite a big bedroom. And I thought, oh yeah, this, this could be the weekend where I just really do nothing too much at all. A little bit of work, watch a few movies, just chill out, rest, read, and just uh, pamper myself, I guess. So that's what I'm planning this weekend. Now, yesterday, you know, sometimes every now and then you get uh, a surprise, something that it just comes out of nowhere and you think, wow, I have this uh, superstition where if you constantly think about something, I used to do this um, uh, like with the mail, for instance, and you're expecting something to come. And every day I'd get up and I'd think about Oh, I wonder if it's going to come today, whether it's a letter or a parcel or something you've ordered or something like that. Back before, yes, there was a time before eBay and the internet where you would order something, uh, you'd fill out something in a magazine and you'd have to post it away with a check and uh, you'd have to wait for it to be processed and then come back. And, you, and the day that you forgot about it, it would arrive, always. But every day you think, oh, I wonder if it's coming today. Oh, the postman's come. And no, it's not there. But the day you forget about it, it doesn't happen. Well, this happened with me uh, yesterday. Something which um, incredibly exciting, but I can't tell you about it yet. I can tell you about it, but not for a few weeks uh, because I'll tell you in two weeks' time. But I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to mention it at the moment. Um, but I got this phone call and I couldn't take the phone call because I was driving. I had to take um, my daughter to a, an appointment yesterday. And uh, when I listened to the message, I thought, hmm, why is that person calling me? Because I know the person, I've never met them, but I know that they're very senior in a particular organisation. I thought, why are they calling me? And then I, something popped into my head. I thought, oh, I wonder if it's about that. And anyway, so they called back and yeah, they, um, yeah, it was very, very exciting news. So I will share that in a couple of weeks time when I'm allowed to, it might be two or three weeks time. So sorry, I've built up your suspense, but it was a, a really, really nice surprise. And I'll talk more about it, obviously, when it happens, so I can talk about it and actually what it, um, what it means for me uh, for right now, uh, past and future. So that was really cool. Um, today, I want to talk about uh, perceptions because I had a client uh, this morning um, that talked to, they've inspired me to, to talk about this particular topic. I mean, we all have perceptions, don't we? And um, uh, look, in my area, there are dozens of people that do the type of work that I do. Not many do it in, well, I don't know of anyone that does it in the, the same manner that I do it. Um, or same setup, same sort of professional setup and that kind of stuff. And they certainly don't coach the same way that I do because uh, my, my coaching style is, um, is unique. 
and nobody has the branding that I have and um, you know, there's no internationally published author that's doing what I'm doing. Uh, it's, just, it's just different, right? So I'm, I mean, I'm not threatened by anyone else because I know uh, who I am, I know what I do, I know the clients that I work with and I know the clients that really value my services. And there might be certain people that come to me that I say, look, I'm really not the right person for you. So for instance, if, if somebody came to me and said, uh, you know, I want to compete in um, the IFBB Bodybuilding Federation, which is a, like a drug federation, basically, there's no testing. Uh, and I want to pack on, you know, this much muscle, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now, I could take them so far, but then I would need to hand them over to someone else because, you know, I'm not competing. I don't do the posing. I do, don't do all that kind of stuff. So I can refer people on to that. But if somebody wants to do that hardcore, then look, I'm probably not the best person for them. They could find someone else that um, perhaps they'd feel more comfortable working with uh, in doing that. And that's okay. That's okay. I could do it for them up to a point, but then I'd have to refer them on. Um, it depends on what stage they're at. Um, if somebody's about to you know, compete in 12 weeks time and wants me to set them up with uh, the right type of program and everything for that, uh, then again, depending on where they're at in terms of uh, what they're currently doing, I would probably refer them on to someone that spe um, you know, specifically deals with people that are competing. Uh, because if you're, not, if you're not working with athletes in that space all the time, then it's not a speciality uh, and it's not a speciality of mine. My speciality is weight loss. Yes, I work with, uh, with some kids. I work with uh, some high performance athletes as well, but it's, it's not normally what I work with. I can, but I don't normally. So um, I guess when uh, I'm working with people, uh, I guess there's a perception of the, the type of people that I do work with uh, from the outside. If you looked at my, my website and you had a look at the testimonials, you can get an understanding as to the type of people that I work with. Uh, now, this particular client this morning was talking about their partner and how they use this particular trainer, uh, which is fairly local to here. And I don't know who they are, I've never heard of them before. Just working out of their garage by the sound of it. And uh, he was telling me about the types of workouts that they get um, their partner to do. And I said, okay, well, I mean, he was presenting the information in a judgmental way, saying, oh, he gets her, she gets her to do, you know, like 150 push-ups and 150, 200 squats and all that kind of stuff. Now, on the surface, uh, he's saying, oh, that, you know, that's just too much. That's just, you know, it's not what she needs and et cetera, et cetera. Now, that may or may not be right for her, but I think the, the bottom line here is that he's probably right. It's probably not right for her because it's not helping get her towards her, her goal. And probably the fundamental thing missing here and missing from a lot of trainers that I see is they don't step back and have a holistic plan. They don't say, okay, so what is your outcome here? What do you want to achieve for this year? What is your health and fitness goal? And some people might say, oh, I just want to be strong, I just want to be fitter, and bang, off they go and they'll, they'll do this program. I want to understand at a much deeper level as to what that means to people 
you know, what does your, your health mean to you? What do you mean when you say I want to be healthier? When you want to be stronger, what does that mean? When you want to be fitter, what does that mean? Do you want to run a marathon? Oh, no, I don't want to marathon, run a marathon. Hey, do you want to run 5Ks? No, I don't, want to, I don't want to run at all. Okay, so explain to me what fitter means to you. Oh, well, I just don't want to get puffed if I'm playing around with the kids or kicking the footy or something. So, okay, fine. So, um, and when people talk about getting stronger, then that can mean one thing to me and it could mean a different thing to you because that you can be functionally strong, you can be strong as in, I want to be able to lift certain amount in a weight because that's just a little personal challenge that I've set myself, um, you know, whatever it is. So you really have to deeply understand what it is that somebody needs to do and then I uh, wants to do. And then you construct a plan around that and then you want to understand what it is that they're doing with their food so that you can really give them a, a clear pathway from getting where they are to where it is that they want to be. You've got to lay down the foundations. Like I say, the link's in the chain. You have to provide that explanation so that people can see, okay, well, your nutrition's a link, your sleep's a link, your, um, you know, your strength training's a link, your cardio's a link, all of those things so that you can really understand and see, right, if I do all these things, this is where I'm going to get to. And just as a side note, I had a client come in this morning with their partner and she jumped on the scale. She, she went down 100 grams and I said to her, is that what you're expecting? And she said, oh, yeah, sort of. And I said, well, you know, tell me why. And she was starting to get a little bit frustrated with being around the same sort of weight. And I said, well, tell me what it... And she was, started to list off some reasons, you know, why it might be happening. Now, I immediately know, because I've been doing it for so long, why it's happening. It's going to relate to her food. She just may not see it that way yet. And I said, so tell me, what are you doing with your food? And I said, are you getting your, your food? She said, oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Now, what does pretty good mean? Pretty good means that, well, yes, I'm eating meals from your meal plan, but I'm probably not eating all of them frequently enough. So I said, how many meals are you getting in? And she said, oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, most. I'm just, just skipping breakfast or whatever. And then it ended up, she's doing four out of the six. And I said, okay, so here's the problem. This is what's happening. I just walked through and explained to her what's happening to the metabolism when she does that and how long her body's going into a starvation mode from the, the last time that she's eating around 6 p.m., uh, one day to potentially around lunchtime the next day. I said, that's too long and your metabolism is going to be slow. So by eating more food, this is what it's going to do for you. And I explained to her why eating more food was a bit of a mind bender to her because I said, most people think if I eat less, I'll get a better result. She said, yeah, that's what I, I'm thinking. And so this is obviously a our daily a daily routine that she's gotten herself into and has been living it for decades now and we need to reprogram that we need to reprogram the metabolism so you know if you don't explain to people why they're getting the same result and you can't explain the science to them then it's really hard to achieve that that change within people anyway getting back to the perception so you know, I'm doing the nutrition, I'm doing the, uh, you know, understanding people's health and fitness goals. I'm also understanding 
uh, oh, sorry, yeah, well, yeah, the current level of fitness. So I do a fitness assessment, measurements, photos, all that kind of stuff so that we get a really clear picture of where somebody is right now. And so we've got something to measure their progress against as well. Really important. Now, the other thing is I believe if you work in this industry, you absolutely must, you must live it, you must breathe it, you must be a a postcard of what it means to be healthy and fit. I, I just believe that to my core. Because if you can't do it, if you can't have a healthy, strong, vibrant looking body, if you can't be energized, if you don't look youthful, if you don't feel powerful and effective and um, focused, then you're not gonna have the energy to be able to coach your clients to achieve different outcomes. Now, I've seen many, many coaches, many trainers that are not in that position, okay? You look at them and you think, man, you're telling that person that they have to change their eating habits when clearly you need to lose maybe 10, 15, 20 plus kilos yourself. That just doesn't, it's not congruent with me. It just, it doesn't make any sense. Now... If I pause that for a moment, does that mean that only the fittest people on the planets can be the best coaches? And we know that that's not true. We just know that. I mean, just look around the world at any of the high performance teams around the globe. We know that that's not the case. And just because you're an exceptional player, like take soccer, for instance, you look at Lionel Messi and um, Ronaldo, uh, you know, the, the two best soccer players on the planet at the moment, are they going to be great coaches? Maybe. But chances are they won't be. Just because they've worked hard and have got some gifts as well at being really talented doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be a great coach. But they could be because part of why they are so good is because of their work ethic. Part of them being so good is that they know where the ball's going to land. They know what that next bit of play is. They know how to do all those things. So can you transfer those things to, uh, through coaching to the players? Yes, you can. So it doesn't necessarily mean that. But I mean, when you're working one-on-one -on -one with people in this industry, I just believe that you've got to live the lifestyle, right? You've got to be eating healthy. You've got to look healthy and vibrant, you've got to be strong, you've got to know your stuff. Now, uh, getting back to my story about perception, so this particular person, um, so she, he was telling me that uh, his partner goes to this person, this is some of the stuff that she does, and he, he thinks it's just not right for his partner, but she keeps going. And, but here's the big thing. He said that he saw her out one day. They went out to, I don't know what the function was, but they went out. And he said she was real not his partner, but the trainer, was really, really drunk. And he said, he said, look, I, I can get drunk, but he said this girl was way out of control. And he said she was just all over the place and really loud and you know, whether it be inappropriate and just you know, falling over and doing all that kind of stuff and laughing and, and making a fool of herself, basically. And um, my client said that he told her partner after that, 
He said, no, you're not training with her anymore. And isn't it interesting? So that had nothing to do with her training. She might be uh, a beautiful person, very smart, very intelligent, a great trainer, but she has just dramatically damaged her reputation because of what she did in her private time. And so this is where I come back to, you have to be a product of what it is that you teach. People are always judging you, and particularly in, in what I do, uh, people are always judging me. If I go out for dinner somewhere with people and they know that I do what I do, then they're always looking at what I'm doing or making comments about what I'm eating or making comments about, oh, I guess you're watching what I'm eating. Oh, I shouldn't order that because you're here or whatever. And I just say, look, you, you order what you like. I'm not watching what it is that you're eating. Um, it's just that human nature part. So I think you know, perception is so important. The way you conduct yourself in your private life is almost just as important as the way you conduct it in your business life. And this is why uh, social media can be so dangerous now if you're not careful. If you're you know, going out on benders and posting crazy photos and doing all kinds of stuff that you wouldn't normally do, and you're posting it on social media, then trust me, it will get into your workplace. It just does. Uh, which is why, if you ever look at my social media, you'll see that it's always professional. Um, like, I don't get that personal. Sometimes I might uh, talk about a personal, uh, a personal circumstance or a story or something if I believe it could help add some value to someone else. Not just for the sake of, okay, let's get a like out of this. It's from the perspective of, can what I'm about to say have a positive impact on someone else? Because I believe, you know, the human experience is about sharing our experiences and helping coach people to be better than they are at the moment. And if I can have an influence on somebody via what I'm talking about right now or any of my other uh, podcast shows, then I think, well, that's been worthwhile for someone. It only has to help one person. And it's made a difference. So that's why I'm always professional when I'm on social media, when I'm uh, you know, dealing with people. Uh, it's just who I am. Um, so it's interesting how people judge the, uh, can judge you for something that you might consider, but I'm, this is my private time. This is, you know, that shouldn't make any difference. You know, if I got drunk, it's not like I'm turning up to a session drunk and doing that. But people are always judging others. They're judging you and you are being judged as well. And that doesn't mean that you have to go about your life um, being extra, super cautious. I just think you have to uh, live your life by your value and belief system and do it in a way that's not harming others and then um, you know you can pretty much do that risk-free I mean I I've just I guess conditioned myself over the years to conduct myself the way that I do and therefore I don't have um, you know I don't have some of these issues having said that some people perceive me as boring I say oh geez you're so boring Rob you never do this or you never do that what, you've never taken drugs, you've never, you don't drink coffee, you don't drink alcohol, you don't drink soft drink, what? 
How boring are you? So, well, boring is also stable. Boring is also reliable. Boring is also loyal. Boring is healthy. Boring is strong. Boring is focused, energized, and boring can be achieving all your dreams because that's what I'm doing. And if that's boring, then I'll have boring any day of the week. So they're my thoughts for the day. Stay safe wherever you are in the world. Stay warm. We've got a weekend coming up. Set yourself up for success over the week ahead. I'll see you tomorrow.